Hello and welcome to the Super Spreader Show with Trish and Susie. We're here to infect you with truth and hope it spreads like a virus. Woo! We are here with a special announcement. Oh, yeah. That we, Susie and I, unvaxxed, survived the dark winter. Woo! 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 That's Still what- here, biatches. I just, oh, that was very nice. Somebody applauded for us. <laughs> Thank you. Shall I read the I warning label we were given? Give, we've been waiting. Sunday was the official first day of spring. We have been waiting to celebrate. As soon as spring hit, we wanted to record and we want to just stick our tongue out to Biden and his whole staff. Obviously, we're being facetious. We did not believe him. We're just being comedians right now, but a little pissed off because this Mm -hmm. is the president of the United States saying. Well, it's his like COVID COVID guy. Okay, I went from celebrating to really mad now. (laughs) Okay, go ahead and read. (laughs) But their official statement on WhiteHouseWH.gov said, We are intent on not letting Omicron disrupt work and school for the vaccinated. You've done the right thing and we will get through this. For the unvaccinated, you're looking at a winter of severe illness and death for yourselves, your families, and the hospitals you may soon overwhelm. That was back in, you know, beginning of winter. So, I'm in a celebration mood. I'm going to use all my little uh, sound effects today. Yeah. Yeah, so cheers, Susie. It was, it was cheers, right? It was, right, cheers. Here. Cheers. It was a little touch and go for me. They tried. They they had one last dish effort a, a, a week, a <laughs> couple weeks ago. They came t- down with you know uh, cold symptoms, a slight and, head cold. You know, I mean, was just out right? and about in public like a boss because that's how we've operated my whole life. I mean, you would get in in before twenty twenty. You go to work sick. Yeah. They don't want you calling in. Yeah, <laughs> yeah my, my good Duh. old my good old natural immunity kicked in. And Thank you. I made it. <laughs> One day when I texted you, like, how are you feeling or whatever? And you said, oh, Omicron, like, they tried one last ditch effort before spring to try to bring me down. I was crying. I was like, oh, my God. I can't yeah. even. Yep. I made it. I'm here. Well, we made it. Sorry, I took a drink and forgot I was on the microphone. <laughs> Sorry. Um, yeah, so we wanted to start with this celebration. Congrats to you all. Yeah. Um, every year, people die from various sicknesses, illnesses, whatever, um, from the flu and everything. Oh, yeah, I can read to you what people died from. Let me find it. You keep talking, okay, I'll find so, it. Okay, so, right here somewhere. you know... <laughs> But just the fact that our White House has it on their website that, you know, they were like basically like I even I I saw I believe this pastor like he was like, you know, we need to pray against these um, vows that are um, curses. Like I felt I really did. When I read that, I was like, they are putting that out there. You know what I mean? For one to divide and make people hate unvaxxed people more, you Mm -hmm. know, but I felt like they were like sending out a legit curse. Like they use some voodoo demon, something and 
try to put that out in the airway. And I was like, yes, and we're not gonna, you know, like I said, we're just being silly right now, but we, we need to, we need to pray against these things and make sure that, you know, we stay covered and protected in prayer over our friends and family, because you're going to read a list of what people die from every minute Right. Like, I mean, there's just people that die every minute on this earth. So and that's really sad, but it happens. And like, we just need to like pray over our friends and family constantly Mm -hmm. because these people are out to get us. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you go. Well, just that there was a one little slide that I came across and um, it was saying 96,000 civilians in America were killed by drug overdose last year with over 70% from opioids like fentanyl. Mm. What's coming through our open border right now? Fentanyl. fentanyl. 24,000 civilians in America killed by homicide. So these are some of the highest numbers we've had in decades. But if the media doesn't focus on it constantly, people mm. don't pay attention because mm-hmm. it's COVID, 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 COVID right now still. Yeah. But that's not, you know, so, that's not the major, that's not the number one cause of death still. Mm-hmm. But, so yeah, I mean, we can get more into that, but it's okay. Mm-hmm. We have a <laughs> bigger fish to fry. Yeah, there's a lot of fun stuff to talk about. Um, speaking of bigger fish to fry. <laughs> a much bigger fish <laughs> in the pool of <laughs> smaller fish. <laughs> wow, that was that's not a good fun. segue that we was, had. That was a good one. Yeah. Uh, swimmer <laughs> by the name of? Leah Thomas. That's what that's, we're supposed to call him. Yeah. I, I Hammer. You're, you're very, you're very nice. So I am very, very upset about this. I seem calm, but I'm not. It makes me livid. There is nothing anyone can say to change my mind. Nothing. Mm-mm. Or you can offer me a billion dollars just to say. It's okay. What's it's okay. I, I'm telling you, I would not accept it. Nope. This is disgusting. And like horrifying and people and I saw interviews of like young high school students like she looked junior high, but I think they were high school. And she's just no. Leah Thompson, she's a woman. If you say you're a woman, you believe you're a woman, then she's a woman and she should compete in the women's. And I was just like. Our kids are becoming so brainwashed. Mm -hmm. And I was just like how to make like. I can't, I can't, this is maddening. So we can talk about the swimmer. Yeah. I mean, I, uh, I feel like it's, so everyone in in that camp is all about equity and equality. So first of all, what I was going to say is we need to stop bullying or we need to stop our focusing all of our attention on Leah Thomas and start focusing on all the women who have transitioned to men and are dominating in men's sports <laughs> because enough of that. Oh, that's not happening. Oh, wait. Oh, oh, they're not dominating. Oh, oh yeah. Because that doesn't, that's not happening. So I don't know. There's nothing <laughs> about equity, equity or equality that's happening. I'm not, please, please. If anyone knows of, yeah. a, of a, of a woman who transitioned to a man and is now dominating in men's sports, please let me know. Please, I would. I need to know because I haven't yeah. seen or heard of it. So that whole equity, equality, 
angle that they think they're having with this is sports doesn't operate like that. It's not any, any argument for equity. It doesn't operate like that. That's they would use Michael Jordan as that example. It's like, yeah, we all want to be Michael Jordan, but it's just not going to happen. So if you're going to make everyone in basketball equal, you're going to have to cut more Michael Jordan's legs off. So he's a little, you know, yeah. For an even playing field. That's, that's what that, that's what equity means. Mm -hmm. I mean, it just doesn't happen. Like, and sports is, it was always that pocket of, you know, it was that truth that surpassed any of these like talking points and ideologies because sports is competition. You know, you work hard, you get what you pay for the whole participation trophy thing and all that. So like, I mean, I, and the other thing I would say is I played college sports. I was as a female and swimming is, is interesting because it's an individual sport and you're basically you're competing against your own ability and yourself. Like, yes, you have people that you're racing against, but you're, it's not a contact sport. Mm -hmm. Okay. But you're, if you think you're going to inject that into a con and and softball is not, I played softball. It's not necessarily a man to man contact. It is like when you're running bases Mm -hmm. and you can, you know, it is one of the lesser contact sports, but from my perspective, I was a pitcher. Okay. And when you release, once you release the ball, you are only about 20, 20 to 30 feet, because the pitching mound, I think I should know this, but I forget. It's either 40 or 42 feet from the mound. But as a pitcher, when you release the ball, you're, you, you have, you have, you know, eaten up about at least 10 feet. I mean, I so I'm I'm 30, maybe 30 feet from this batter. Okay. If a man came and I, so we used to play in college, we would play a faculty game. And so we had male professors that would play in the game. Mm -hmm. And one of them in particular has had played baseball. Okay. When they come up to bat and hit the ball, they're hitting it a lot harder (laughs) than any woman is going to hit it. And so I knew someone growing up who was a pitcher and got hit by a female hitting a ball back at her head and almost died. Mm -hmm. And she, she, God bless her, wanted to keep pitching and wore a (laughs) hockey helmet so that she could keep pitching. I would have been like, I'm out. Like that's, I'm out. I'm not going to lose my life. But some people that's, you know, you love Mm -hmm. it and you're, you're willing to die Mm -hmm. out on the field. Then she did what she had to do. But so I'm, my point is, is if, if a man, if they start doing that with like sport, women's sports that are like team sports, you could, I could die. Like they hit that ball super hard to the third baseman or, or, you know, People could die. And like, I remember listening to an interview with Judge Joe Brown. If you guys haven't listened to him before, you, you need to listen to him. Especially if you're not a Kamala fan, then please listen to him because he's got stories about her. But anyway, he was in an interview with, I think it was Kwame Brown. He's the, the NBA, former NBA player. And they were talking, He Judge Joe Brown has a niece and she's a wrestler. And she had to wrestle against a woman who was a male who was a woman and it's like you're you are part of a team and you're expected to do what you have your part right she got her she got like a broken rib or she got an actual injury from it you know so don't don't talk i mean it's it's dangerous you've seen those ufc fights oh yeah i mean they have fractured skulls i mean it's which has never happened before Mm -hmm. like the the woman versus woman UFC fights and, you know, like, um, the track records. But then once you have this man who identifies as a woman, I mean, now these real women are having like fractured skulls Mm -hmm. and they are completely tore up. Oh, I just, yeah. Disgusting. So I don't want my daughter to have to deal with that, but 
She may. I don't know. I, I don't know. I mean, they, she plays volleyball, and I can't imagine. I mean, you watch the volleyball, like the boys' volleyball swing, you know, and they do kills and stuff. I mean, <laughs> hitting against a girl, like if you had a. I think the feminist. I just don't even know what that would look like. They, they, that side who's completely confused and they are just in the wrong. Of course, they can't come out and say they're wrong. Mm-hmm. So they've like made themselves into like this pick they put themselves in a pickle i think because they have to know they have to know it's not right because now you're ra- you're erasing women from records and i f- i saw this interview of the girl and now i'm so sad i can't remember her name that um she got sh- leah the shim leah thomas took her spot so oh i saw that too so you have Mm -hmm. these girls who have worked their whole life and you can't you can't compete you can't against a guy like that's been in that sport you know what i mean like i would even say there would be a disadvantage even if they just picked up the sport right away you know what i mean like but you have these these men he was a swimmer his whole life Mm -hmm. so it's not like he just started swimming he's he's been a swimmer he he was like 432 um, on the list where now he's number one. But these poor girls. And I'm like, where's the upcry from the parents? I don't have a daughter, but I'm a girl. And I'm like, I'm pissed. Well, that's Ivy League. So imagine the woke level of people in Ivy League, right? Makes and I know that. I was reading something recently that they're, you know, people are afraid to speak out. They don't. I mean, you're surrounded by the woke crowd in the Ivy League. So. Yeah, you can't, they can't admit that they're wrong, but you're a feminist. And then all these women, I don't know. I, I'm very, I'm, I'm baffled, I guess. I'm, I'm mad and I'm baffled about the whole, well, so now we just wanted to tell you how we felt. Yeah. (laughs) We want, we're, we're an open book and like, not everyone will agree with us on things. And this is my another line in the sand i will never ever agree with either way putting a girl with the guys like stupid governor of new york came out and said it's time (laughs) it's time to put a woman in the mlb that's not gonna happen like and that had nothing to do with it like he just like he added that to his speech short-sighted it is but I don't agree with both sides because it's like dangerous. Well, but a woman is never going to outplay a man in that sport. Like, you know what I'm saying? No, I do I, know. As an as a athlete myself, I'm. It's just reality. Like, but it's they, hard. To, but they cannot come out and admit no. that men are just created different. So because yeah. in their mind everybody's equal, yeah. and their twisted brain. Mm-hmm. No, God created man and woman different because we both have amazing qualities and amazing things that we're supposed to do in this world and i did a report back in in high school i think it was about title nine and that how they fought you know to get equal scholarship rights and stuff for women i mean so it had it has been it was an unlevel playing field and they they fought and now that is just completely taken away yes now the you know these men who aren't as good in, in men's sports can i dive as women and then just take those scholarships away yep. great yeah yeah good job everybody yeah over Thank in the you. name of equality i mean that's 
No, it's it's in the name of. It's like completely contradicts sports (laughs) on its face. Like I just, (laughs) I don't understand how people don't get this. And, and and to be honest, I feel like the people that are decry, are out crying, you know, crying about it, are probably they, they probably didn't play sports. That's the only. I mean, if you played sports and you think this is yeah. okay, no. I don't know what to say about you. Yeah, but I'm I have a I have a strong inclination that a lot of people that are speaking out against this, because even Bruce Bruce Jenner, Caitlyn Jenner knows. He knows. He, yeah. She know. He she knows. Yeah. And has been speaking out speaking out against it. Yeah. It's like. Anyone who's played sports knows that this is an absolute joke. But then you would have to admit that men are bigger and stronger. Typically, I would say 99.8% of the time, they're just built differently. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. Um, so I I mean, should should we just should, yeah, swim, swim? Slope and should it, we swim out of this yeah, topic? And you brought up we Title IX. And so I think um, this would be a good time to to talk about um because they are coming up quick oh, yeah. um the ab's and the sb's in california mm-hmm. so let's um I, w- I would like for you to yeah read. i have the slide um it's it says voting happening in the next two weeks so there's 10 bills in california so the, all our california people listening which i know is probably most of you please go to either faithimpact.org i think realimpact.org also does it mm-hmm. And all you have to do is type in, you just register your information, your name, your address, and then it pulls up your send it rep. And then it already is a po- it already automatically impo- opposes these bills. And so it will just send a letter on your behalf to your Senate rep. And how do I know this works? Because I did it and I'm getting letters back from my Senate reps and people who got the letters mm-hmm. thanking me for my opinion and then they try and give me some bs answer of why they're voting voting for it and that's that was something i should bring up is i got a letter from one of my senate reps and you know they thank me for my uh, opposite you know that i voiced my opposition and then they go into why they think that all these should pass and the best part is is they don't think i know what i'm talking about and that i haven't been paying attention or researching so they start rattling off Supreme Court case or court cases. Mm. That's their that's their argument. They can't give me data. Yep. They can't say we believe that this is necessary because this many people, you know, are ha- this these many this many children have, you know, been saved from COVID because of this or da, 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 da. they can't give me any data because they don't have it. Yeah. They're giving me court cases of why bills and 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 using, you know, the vaccine schedule we've always had, which is a whole nother ball of wax that you know, I, we can't, we're not going to get into today, but, um, you know, that's what they're using as their reasoning for allowing all these bills to pass. And you're just like, seriously, you're insulting my intelligence. But I know that probably a lot of people out in, in our community today wouldn't, wouldn't know that because everyone has their lives to live and they're hoping that people don't pay attention. But there's eight, there's SB 871, which we've talked about that adds the COVID-19 injection to the uh, immunization list for public, private schools, regardless to, it says, regardless of FDA approval, no PBE, I don't know what that means, and very rare medical oh, medical exemption. I don't know what, some, some PBE is some kind of exemption. Um, AB 2098 classifies anti-COVID medical opinion as unprofessional conduct. So we're, we're I guess we'd be in that category. Yeah. Subject to discipline by the medical board. Oh, wait, that's for doctors. <laughs> oh, doctors, that's doctors. Yeah. SB 866 lowers the age of vax consent to 12 without parental consent. So your 12-year-old can get a vaccination, which is not an actual vaccination. It's an experimental gene therapy. Gene therapy, yeah. 
SB 920 authorizes the medical board to inspect a doctor's office and medical records without patient's consent. SB 1464 requires law enforcement to enforce public health guidelines or lose their funding. SB 1479 requires schools to create long-term testing plans and report test results to California Department of Public Health. SB 1390 prohibits any person or entity from making statements, government, this is us, from, make, from making statements government deems untrue or misleading by any means, including on internet and ads. SB 1184 authorizes school health personnel to disclose child's medical info without parents' consent to a third party. AB 1797 creates an immunization tracking system, giving all government agencies access to VAX records of all persons. And AB 1993 requires proof of COVID-19 vaccine for all employees and independent contractors to work in California. So our state is like China Jr. Mm-hmm. Attempting to be. Mm-hmm. Which I previously said in another show about the fact that China owns a lot of California. And mm-hmm. our people running our state have huge investments and dealings with Chinese CCP Diane officials. Diane Feinstein, yep, Eric Swalwell. Yep. Shift. Adam Schiff, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, they all do. So I, I wanted to make an uh, make a point to what you said earlier about um was it faith impact? Mm-hmm. So they do all the work for you, but you you're getting emails back and um which is good. So now you know who is voting for what and then you need to burn that name in your brain and then help get that person out Mm -hmm. and vote for someone who is so those those replies back are actually golden Mm -hmm. so now you know like oh okay yeah thank you for letting me know how you really feel thank you because now we're gonna i'm never gonna vote for you again yeah so i just wanted to make that point (laughs) yeah and there's a an app i should talk to you guys about that um i've just downloaded it and i looked through it briefly but it's growing and it's it's called public square and it basically, uh, it has the premise, like one of the major premises of it is that it has businesses that can, you can list on there that are freedom loving. So they don't believe in mandates. So this isn't about being partisan with any political party or anything like that. This is just Americans who love freedom and believe in freedom and people's right to choose. And so it's a place for those types of businesses to advertise on there. And then people know where they can go. Like they can go to a coffee, coffee shop or a mechanic or whatever, or a hair, hair person, um, and then they have a really cool section on their app where you can look up your local by city and you can see who your mayor is and what, and if possible, what party they're affiliated with, like, and who people, how, how your school boards, who's on there. And you can just see who, who people that you can actually contact and it's all in one place and they've done it by city. So it's, it's a really cool app, public square. I would check that out. It's on Apple app store. Nice. Um, so yeah, yeah. So just get involved. So we're coming down to the wire. Mm-hmm. So all those ABs and SBs, right, mm-hmm. are going to be voted on very soon. Yeah, and so they every letter. Don't think that don't think that your little your one letter doesn't matter because believe me, it matters. I mean, everything it all adds up. And yeah, whether you, you, you can do whether you're changing their mind or not. Yeah, like I said in the they last the last podcast though. Like when I look at my kids and I'm like, I'm, 
I, I tried, like, you know what I mean? Or I'm not going to stop fighting. This is the way we can do it too. Like when you say, if you don't vote, then don't complain. So it's like, if you're not fighting or mm -hmm. sending these letters or whatever, even if they're not going to change their mind, you sent it, you're, mm -hmm. you're trying. So you can even do it with your kids. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you're, they're old enough to understand, yeah. show them the website, show them mm -hmm. what you're doing yeah, and just be set that example for them. I mean, yeah. we have, this is how we, we have to work, start at the local, local level, local level. I don't think people can stress that enough. That's what I, you know, started to hear from people I started, was listening to. And mm -hmm. cause I, I def, I've definitely been there where it's like, why, why yeah. bother? Why like, bother? This is just going to happen, you know? And it's like, no, it's, it's easy to feel hopeless. And they're, ho yeah, they're hoping. So, Okay. <laughs> I do you want to talk about the movie that we were talking about earlier? That would be a good one. Which we have movie? a little bit of time. The Red Panda one. Oh, you want? Oh, Go, I didn't watch it, but <laughs> you. I haven't watched it yet. Yeah, I don't. So I. I don't. I am against Disney, and I'm going to sound really like hypocritical right now, because during, maybe not the second, but during COVID. Like we, we don't have cable. We don't have anything, right? Like we have YouTube and Amazon Prime. Mm -hmm. Well, during COVID, you know, we're home. So we're like, sure, let's just do Disney Plus. Wasn't like a fan of Disney, but I wasn't like against Disney like I am now against Disney. Thousand percent. So I sounded like a hypocrite because I still have Disney Plus. But don't shoot me. This is why I have Disney Plus. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Like. Um, I'm going to go down another trail, uh, Buzz Lightyear. They're coming out with a new Pixar saw that. Uh, movie Lightyear this summer. And there's, um, a girl on girl relationship in this movie and they kiss. Well, they took out the kissing part. And since Florida, they're having this big old rival. I'm not going to go into that Florida and a bill that is being passed. Um, they put the kiss back in there. So uh, response to the bill. So I sound super like I probably sound dumb maybe to some, but I am still playing. I am still paying the what? Seven bucks a month to have Disney plus because look, I heard nothing but bad things about this uh, turning red. It's called, it's a new Pixar movie. And, um, but I have Disney Plus, so guess what? I made my two teenagers sit down with me, and we watched the whole movie. And let me tell you, it's disgusting. It is so bad. Um, I have, <laughs> I have uh, some people posted online, and they had like their own bullet points of um, like um, this happened, this happened, this happened in the movie, and. Um, and I was like, okay, so I don't just take people's word. You guys, if you're like solid listener of our podcast, we do as much research. And if we're wrong, um, Susie will put it in the show notes. Like we got this wrong. Um, but so for me, I was like, oh no, I'm going to sit and watch this movie because I no, I won't, um, just like, oh, I'm going to take their word for it. And that, and that, mm -hmm. that's what they're saying happened in the movie or whatever. So, um, I just wanted to put that out there. So turning red is a Disney Pixar movie and it's about, um, I believe they're Chinese and, um, 
in Toronto, Canada, and they have a temple that they run as a family business. And um, it's really disturbing on, I'm sorry, I'm pulling up my, um, <laughs> my uh, what is that, screenshots of what people said about the movie. So this little girl, you know, as most like immigrants, like from the Asian countries, they start, they're like entrepreneurs. They start businesses, they're family oriented. They take pride in their schoolwork. Um, they listen for the most part to their parents. And this movie is destroying the whole thing. I'm like, they're coming after the Asians because they know the Asians are who, that's who's succeeding in life right now. <laughs> and so they have this little girl and um, there's demonic stuff in it. There is um, grooming stuff in it. There is like, I mean, I'm, I'm going to, oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, just give them a, tell them the so, you told me. Well, this is, um, this is why I, I I watched the movie. I'm going to read off these bullet points that um, I believe the Instagram account is called Informed Parents of CA. So if you want to look that, that account up. So they said just a few of the red flags in turning red. Um, bullet point. The little girl talks about at age 13, you are your own person, an adult. You can do what you want, say what you want. She literally says that in the movie. The next bullet point is her and her three friends talk so poorly about their parents and come up with a plan to sneak out and go to a boy band concert, which they end up doing. Oh, spoiler alert. I'm going to probably tell you <laughs> what's going to happen in this movie. So, you know, you can choose to turn us off now if you're wanting to watch it with surprises. Um the girls sneak out to a co-ed party as well to give boys rides as a panda to raise money for the concert. So this little girl, it's becoming of age. All the women in her family, like, um, it's usually like puberty time. They actually turn into the red panda and that's who they worship in their temple and stuff. Like, that's their animal. Um, I believe they're Buddhists. And so... Um, she turns into a panda. And so when she gets super happy, super mad, whatever emotion, she turns into a gigantic red panda. And so they're raising money to go sneak out to this concert. So they go to this party and and the red panda gives boys, I don't know why it was only boys, <laughs> rides. So she's giving them rides. Um, uh, and... Um, I forgot her name, the little girl's name, but Red Panda. She, um, her three friends, I don't, she has a Korean friend and they made this Korean girl like psychotic. And I was like, they're really like, I, I don't get it. They made her like super aggressive and I don't know. Anyways, I, I thought that was kind of rude. And then, um, the white girlfriend literally looks and sounds like a boy. So that's, that's there. And then, uh, and this is not even on my notes, but, and then, um, this boy band that they're going for is called four town. And what's really disgusting. I have so many bullet points here, but I'll just start talking about my own experience. Um, so these four 13 year olds are looking inside of a circle K at the worker 
And he's a teenager, and they're, like, drooling over him. But Red Panda, the little girl, um, is like, girls, that is not what a man looks like. This is what a man looks like. And she whips out a poster right in front of the store. It's weird. Um, Of Ford Town. And it's, like, four or five guys, like... The only thing I can like relate it to is BTS, which is like this Korean boy band. So the poster comes out and they're all different ethnicities, but they all look like girls. Like they have full on makeup and and she goes, this is what real men look like. And then they're all like drooling over the poster. And and then, you know, what's funny is I didn't even think about like, how old is that boy working behind the counter at like you know, whatever, it's a convenience store. And, um, well, the mom of the little girl, the, um, the Chinese girl, she's like, they make her super psychotic. And then she thinks that her daughter likes that convenient worker and goes and gets in his face and was like, what are you 21? Like trying to get to little girls or something. And then He's like, no, I'm 17. And he doesn't even know that these little girls like him mm-hmm. at all. And she's like, disgusting. And I'm thinking, well, they're making these little girls like love this 17-year-old, which is, in my opinion, that's a big age difference. And then they come out right out and say, the mom tells them like that you're disgusting. So it's just like weird and then the mom brings out the mom thinks she starts um her daughter starts her period she brings pads out twice she brings them to school and at home and it was just like my oldest son was like what mom like he he did not want to keep watching and i (laughs) i made him and and he he was like oh look at look at the the pedophile symbols like my son (laughs) My sons know the pedophile symbols. They know what to look for. And, you know, he totally, um, he was finding stuff that was not even on this list. And they used, the little girl uses the word crap like three times in the, in this Disney Pixar movie. Oh my gosh. Um, uh, oh, one thing that's not on here. Um, they were like, come on, let's go karaoke. And she's like, no, I have to go to the temple and clean. And then she's like, it's my favorite thing. And then they're like, every day you clean the temple, her friends. She's like, guys, I have to go. And she's like happy and everything. She gets on the bus. And then her friends are standing there and they're like, she's so brainwashed. <laughs> you know, like trying to take care of her family's business mm-hmm. and stuff. And um, it's creating more divide, more division with the parents the and child parent and child for Gosh. sure. Um uh, there's a rit- a ritual that happens at the end to get rid of the red panda from the girl. And um, so it's very, they they draw a circle and they do chants and the little girl starts getting elevated by her chest, raised up, and she goes into this other dimension, totally evil. Um, she twerks. Oh she smacks her butt at her mom. Her mom gets so mad. Her mom turns into the red panda. So all the women and generations, they actually turn back into the red panda to try to help her release her panda. It's all confusing. But once they're all red pandas and they're trying to come together, um, they all have the swirls. 
and and I just talked about the petal um, symbols. So my son was like, there's more of the swirls, mom. And swirls is a pedophile symbol that is used amongst pedophiles. Mm -hmm. And um, just going to sneak this in there that the CEO of one area of Disney was just arrested. So I, I actually am looking at that right now. Oh, okay. oh, it, was, okay. it was a satire. Oh, dang it. But Thank you. But... <clears throat> I, this article I was going to quickly read through is interesting. I mean, you know, it's telling of what, you know, Disney is really about. Yeah, it's for post, sure. Post-millennial. I'll put it on the, but it's pretty quick. I can read through it pretty quick. So post-millennial article, it says Disney employees busted in child, in child sec, in, sorry, let me start over. Disney employees busted in child trafficking sting just days after a corporation opposed anti-grooming law. The sheriff of Polk County held a press conference on Wednesday talking about the culmination of a massive sting operation which led to 108 arrests being made, including employees of Fun Spot and Disney. Okay. <laughs> the sheriff of Polk County held a press conference. Um, and Okay, I just read that part. So there's four Disney employees that mm -hmm. were arrested. This announcement comes after... This, this, this announcement comes after on March 9, just days ago, the CEO of Disney loudly and publicly opposed Florida's new, in quotes, anti-grooming law, which, in, which according to, the po to polls is supported by over 60% of Americans. The so-named Operation March Sadness 2 is a multi-agency effort centered around Florida's Polk County, which lies southwest of the Orlando urban area and a highly touristic area. According to local news, people included among those 108 who have been arrested include a retired judge from Illinois, a few restaurant managers, a man who works at Fun Spot, and several who work at Disney. People arrested were as young as 17 years old and as old as 67. Most of them are now facing charges of soliciting a prostitute, but further charges may be laid in certain cases. Sheriff Grady Judd during his press conference, particularly highlighted the case of the 27-year-old Xavier Jackson of Kissimmee, Florida, who was one of the people caught in the operation and just happens to be a lifeguard at the Polynesian Resort for Disney. You think there's a few children around there? The sheriff continued in his discourse. That's right. I didn't stutter. He was a lifeguard at the Polynesian Resort and I was bragging about that. Jackson is accused of sending explicit photos to someone who he thought was only 14 years old. The new Florida bill makes it easier for authorities to act against grooming behavior in which children are inappropri inappropriately sexualized. It has been termed the don't say gay bill by its detractors, but also enjoys wide support from people on both sides of the political aisle. So, mm. yeah. Interesting <laughs> how Disney oppo opposed the don't say gay bill and yet has that happened? Yeah. Like, you could tell me... Anywhere these people, the four Disney employees worked is very disturbing because they're, they're Disney, right? It's like, that's for kids. Yeah. But the one, that lifeguard one got me. And I'm thinking. There's swimsuits and yeah. I, I'm not trying to blast anyone or I'm not judging, but I mean, these little girls are in bikinis. Oh yeah. Like four year olds, eight year olds, and they wear little bikinis and uh, yeah, like, I don't like to see that. And to each its own, but I'm just thinking, look at, you can't, you can't go anywhere. Mm -hmm. You cannot. And I'm just, it gives me the creeps because it's like, we have a water park here by us and it's, you know, bathrooms and locker room area. And it's like, you don't think that employee goes in there? Like what has been done in there? Has he recorded? Sorry, I had a cough. Um, 
you know, I don't, it's just, I, and then they're coming out with this turning red Pixar movie. And it's like, the whole thing is about she's 13 and she's an adult and she can do and say whatever she wants. She says that in the movie. And then she shows her bus pass and she goes, see, it says it on my bus pass. Like they, they, they know how to say it and mm-hmm. then turn it into like, see, it's on my bus pass. Like it's funny, you know, like it makes you like not try to it's think. desensitizing. Yeah. There you conditioning. go. Conditioning. Everybody. Yep. Just the way, you know, she was so scared of her mom and then turned into, you know, at the very end, she's like wants to stay the red panda and there was like even my son was like because when they were raising money for the concert the little girls they made merchandise like you know like because all she became popular the red panda became popular Mm -hmm. and so they were taking pictures with people for money they made shirts and then they had these big puffy red fox looking tails for the red panda so you could wear it right and then my 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 oldest looks at me and he was like oh furries you know what i mean and um and that's a real thing people Mm -hmm. are identifying as animals and that's it's just another conditioning thing to just to normalize people are going to start wearing tails that's yeah my friend i was just with my friends this weekend and they were at knott's berry farm and there was a man, a grown man, you know, he looked, it was a picture from behind, but I mean, he's at least, he's got to be at least in his forties or, or higher. I don't know mm-hmm. from what I saw. He, he was definitely older because he, he had a cane, but he is walking around by himself and he has a tail. He was a, he was an a furry an, and he an would just, animal tail. he would just sit there on the benches and just watch people. So <sighs> I'm telling you, so this movie had that. And when you told me that. I was like, this movie had it. And I, it's just another way to prepare our kids and us that these furries are going to be coming out. And, you know, she's like, I'm a panda. Like, deal with it. Or, you know, and it's just like. It's that whole entitlement. Yeah. I, mm-hmm. I'm, you know, my own person. And, and she's like, get over it or something like yeah. that. And it's just, just a lack of respect for. It's disgusting. Parents and. Yeah. So, yeah, I totally forgot that we had that conversation today. So, yeah. I mean. These are some things to be aware of. <laughs> and get those radars up as parents because it's all, you know, yeah. packaged in a pretty bow yeah. for our kids to consume. I will not get rid of Disney Plus as of yet because I Oops. am ready to watch the Buzz Lightyear movie. We need to know what's you know, I already have a hard time because I don't have cable. So I um, I feel like keeping Disney keeps me in the know and it's totally disgusting and I, I could go on and on. So I'll stop. <laughs> so, yeah, I think just to watch out for those bills. Any last yeah, um, any, any last have a have a delicious cocktail tonight and celebrate if you made it if you're one of us and you made it through that dark winter (laughs) you all we survived dark winter we'll end it on that happy happy note (laughs) after you know we've given a lot of information today so 
congrats on surviving and listening to us, the Super Spreader Show with Trish and Susie. You can find us on superspreadershow.com, Anchor FM, and Spotify. And follow us on social media at Instagram, Super Spreader Show, and Getter, and Telegram. Bye. Bye.